0: I like hummus and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. When the hummus walks in with a itty bitty, whatever crisp. this is, and a crisp and a <laughs> and the hummus dip in your face, you yeah. get sprung.
1: <laughs> hey guys, how are you doing? This is The Love and Show. I'm of course joined by Shireen. Hello. And this week we are joined by an author, a TV chef extraordinaire. You may know her as Cooking with Zara, but it's Zara Abdullah. Well done. Hi guys. Welcome. Well done, well well come. Come. Well done and welcome. I'll take both. <laughs> I'm very excited because your food has just arrived at the office and it smells amazing. But we'll talk into that maybe in a little bit. Okay. Um, but first of all, talk to us a little bit about your journey. We just want to kick off with, what was the first dish you ever remember eating in your life? Can you remember that?
2: First dish that I remember, it'd have to be my grandmother's saffron chicken. And she'd make it with a beautiful Iranian white rice and zereshk on top, which is the sour little berries.
0: Is this zeresh polo? Yes. My favorite.
2: So good. Love. And then she put so much butter
0: in it. And the barberries. Oh, Just yes. add everything. Yes. Yes. So is that what That's you say amazing. would um, inspired you, kind of the kickstart things? Was that the dish that really kind of defined the start of I think it's the your...
2: emotion of that dish. Uh, for me... A lot of my memories are of wonderful memories of, you know, my grandmother, my my mom, visiting family, kids running around, a lot of laughter. And and for me, food was always um, that medium where it just brought everyone together. And I feel like, especially in a world where we're living, where everyone has just much, I mean, they've got a jam-packed schedule, not enough time on their hands. People don't have time to cook at home. Um, So when someone makes the effort, it's really appreciated. And Mm -hmm. I see it with my neighbors. Last weekend, uh, we had a friend visiting from Singapore and we said, rather than going to a restaurant and ordering breakfast, why don't we all just Mm -hmm. come in? And so we put together a nice brunch menu and literally they came in at 10 and they left at 6 p.m. Wow,
1: (laughs) and I can imagine your brunch menu was like,
2: fantastic. (laughs) It's funny, that as brunch was finished, I decided I wanted to cook my dinner and so it was a, it's, it was a slow braised um, dish that needed five, six hours. And by the time it was ready, we had dinner for everybody because they were still around. But what's nice about it, it's that feeling where everyone was just happy and comfortable and relaxed. And, and, and that's
0: why I like cooking and that's why I like doing what I'm doing. Right Amazing. So then going into that, we want to know about your journey and how basically you got started as a chef. How did it all
2: start? So I, I consider myself a feeder um, I've always liked feeding people I think the expression of people's faces when they have a bite of something you've made is really gratifying and um, I find that uh, it just makes the experience of wanting to do more so much more enjoyable um, I started blogging 10 years ago um, because I'd host dinner parties and my girlfriends would ask uh, ask for the recipes girlfriends and guy friends uh, let's be gender neutral love that <laughs> and um. So I would write the recipes on the blog, and and, and they would go and make it at home. And that just gradually evolved with an opening an Instagram page, um, hosting a couple of t- um, shows on NBC1, NBC3, then writing the cookbook, and now the latest
1: is um, the restaurant. The restaurant. yes, That's amazing. But it's just, uh, you make that process sound so easy. So from blogging to a cookbook to a restaurant, What's the transition like? How did you jump from each? Was it an easy road or was it the natural progression?
2: So this, I would say the real starting point for me when I started taking things a bit more serious was about six, seven years ago. I had taken prior to that a two-year break from blogging, food and everything. And simply because I was pregnant with my third child, then when I was pregnant, I thought I had thyroid cancer. So I had to just manage with the stress of staying positive and happy while pregnant, but also knowing that you have cancer and you have to wait to deliver before you can heal yourself. It is a bit insane. So for me, food ended up also being my therapy because we had moved house at this point and my sister saw how sad I was, just depressed. Or now I think I was depressed. And so she said, Zahra, just go back into the kitchen and cook. And so it was my savior. And then I remember having a chat with one of my girlfriends who had just finished climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, had done her first Iron Woman. And I thought, you know, Helen, you're inspiring. I I need to know your secret. (laughs) And basically, the simplest thing I can tell you is, she said, dream and write your dreams down. And so my dreams were small. And then I read another paper, uh, another book that said, a lot of people forget to dream big. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not saying that... uh, they have to be realistic but i always say you know a, a pilot when he goes down from that point a to point b he always overestimates the different distance because the wind will keep him on track to where he needs to be okay so for me i dream bigger than i ever thought i could dream And, and my dreams take
0: me to where I need to be. And so that's how the kitchen came to be. (laughs) So beautiful. So I'm guessing one of the dreams that you had obviously along the line was creating this cookbook. And so in creating this cookbook, what was the process like? And what did you, how did you want, like, how did you want it to differ from other kind of cookbooks that were already? That
2: was the hardest part for me. Why was I relevant enough to think I should write a cookbook? Um, and for me, this uh, cookbook is a journey or an ex- expression of many things. I'm half Iranian, half Sudanese. Uh, I was born in uh, London. I was raised in Vancouver. I've lived in Dubai for the past 16 years now. I am the epitome of someone that's traditional but yet modern, uh, someone that's Western yet Eastern. And last year being the year of tolerance, it was the perfect year for the book to come out because the book is about tolerance. The book is about celebrating differences and and uh, just embracing them. And so that book was an expression of my Iranian heritage, um, my Sudanese heritage, my husband's Palestinian heritage, my Western influences from whether living or traveling
1: to different parts and just bringing it all together. Nice. <laughs> And then you jumped from a cookbook last year yes. to Zahra's Kitchens and they came up on my delivery roof feed this week and I ordered them I have to say your beetroot falafel is like <laughs> so beautiful class. really guys try it but how did that how did that happen so quickly and how did you jump into a food entrepreneur role from making a cookbook
2: So it took me a lot of convincing again so so one of my biggest problems I'd have to say is you lose confidence with yourself at some point, I mean, I lost confidence with myself at certain different points of my life. Um, I think having children, staying at home, being a housewife and a home, home a mom um, just had its toll on me. So it took me a while to overcome my com- uh, my fears and, then, and just say, I can do it. And then the moment you decide you can do it, then you just go into it. And so my business partners had been knocking on my door for about a year. And I remember it come back from the summer and, and after hiding from them because I was delaying the process, they said, Zuz, <clears throat> this time recipes. <laughs> I'm like, can I be really honest with you? Yeah. He's like, sure. I said, I'm scared. He's like, why? I'm like, what if people don't like it? He's like, well, there's no way to find out until you try it. I said, you know what? I'm going to overcome my fears. I have to accept, the, you know, the age, I, I just turned 40 and there's something happens when you turn 40, you start not caring about other people's <laughs> thoughts. i <laughs>
1: Nearly there.
2: not bad. <laughs> I need <laughs> that right now, you know? No, but there comes a point where you realize uh, you're not going to please everybody. Mm-hmm. You're going to make yeah. some people happy and you're, not, and you're and, I mean, I don't like, um, you know, every item on a menu. So why should someone also like everything on my menu? I mean, I'm not talking about my restaurant, but in general, (laughs) I love everything on my menu. But what I'm trying to say is that we all have different interests. We all have different likes. And when you're able to accept and allow people to have differing opinions, then it's easy for you to accept people to have differing opinions of what you have to offer. Mm -hmm. So then finally, I gave over my fear and just
0: got into it and something out of a hat (laughs) and it's Zahra's kitchen (laughs) I love that so there are a lot of celebrity chefs coming in and out of Dubai I'm sure you know Um, what do you think of the uh, foodie scene here in Dubai I mean I love that Dubai has
2: evolved so much I mean when I came 16 years ago it's the landscape and the foodie world has evolved so much first of all there weren't so many food bloggers as there are today, there aren't Perhaps. as many incredible restaurants as there are today, and I feel like with all these celebrity chefs coming in, they are bringing some know-how, some knowledge, some inspiration, some creativity into the city, sure. and then inspiring, you know, the next generation or or expire inspiring the city to kind of like step up their game. Um, but I have to say, one I went through a phase where I loved the Michelin star sh- restaurant um, scene. Yeah. But now I've actually stepped back to really uh, um, caring more about the quality of the ingredients, where they're originating from, how ethical they are, how sustainable they are. I feel like, especially with, you know, with the whole Greta, I can never say her last name. You know, it took a 13-year-old to give me an aha moment to say, you know what? she's got something there. Yeah. Maybe we need to reflect and maybe we need to use that conversation and kind of talk about it and, and be also responsible to how we're raising our children and how we're helping them yeah. go forward. So ingredients, quality ingredients. Really good.
1: And hmm. we talked just about, you mentioned like Michelin star restaurants and obviously Zahra's Kitchen is, we can't go and eat there. It's just on delivery, right? So would you ever like to see kind of your name and lights at a restaurant in Dubai? I don't know.
2: I don't know. Um, I it's.
1: I don't know. I. I maybe. The dream uh, is yet to be formed, maybe.
2: It, maybe. <laughs> maybe this dream will awaken at some point. But the moment um, I'm working on offering catering mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully being able to allow people to um, order and experience the food at home, I'm hoping to... Uh, So the next big dream, which I'm working on right now, is to offer uh, Ramadan catering so people can come and uh, open a space, rent my space out. I mean, the dream, it's not reality yet. So the idea is that you can come in, have a private gathering and and you will have a nice proper cooked
1: quality food yeah it's good
0: yeah. <laughs> so it's dreaming dreaming <laughs> i have I've a bit of a random question on the side just curious because you, you you're you half sudanese half iranian your husband's palestinian so do you have like a specific cuisine that you like like you, you, you favor like i like italian for example but like what's your like so if i was go-to? craving yeah like what's the what's the most that you crave in, in cuisine like is it more, mostly Iran? Asian Iranian food. food. Asian food? Asian yeah. food. Like a nice
2: Korean uh you know, the I think it's called the belong, belong, how do you say it? I can never say it. it's that beef, the
0: Korean beef that's a bit sweet and south. Beef bulalo. Yeah, 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 yeah. The I Filipino. Can, <laughs> it don't, is it Filipino? Yeah. Oh, okay. I so. think so. But also I think it's inspired by Spanish dishes I guess something like that something of the sort is it bulalo? is that what you're talking about I don't know but there's a Korean beef dish bulgogi bulgogi (laughs) thank you Uh, yeah yeah. we have the same taste I'm realizing
2: I, I love and the reason why I think I like that dish is because
0: I love dishes and I'm i like getting hungry. I'm on I I can Korean. actually smell her food is here as well. I, smell yeah. it I love the kitchen. process of eating a bulgogi where you get get the lettuce and you, you put the meat in But it's the beautiful. sweetness
2: and the saltiness, the saltiness and that right. combination just is insane. And actually a lot of the food in Zahra's kitchen is inspired by this combination of sweetness yeah. and and
1: saltiness and sourness. So Can't it's the Middle try. Eastern umami. can't wait to try that in a bit. And what about like food trends? Because I was Mm -hmm. checking your menu and getting hungry thinking about it, but you have a lot of kind of vegan. Yes. Is that a food trend? Is it a food fad? Or how do you incorporate those into your menu? Or do you think you only take things that you kind of are like sustainable that will stay?
2: The way the menu was inspired is I think very much by how our family lifestyle is. Um, We go through fads or phases. Sometimes we just want to be fully protein and sometimes we want to be fully vegan and plant-based and i thought i don't want to be one or the other i want to be all inclusive and so the restaurant's menu offering is a very inclusive um is an inclusive menu and i always so the, the the salads are modifiable so for example, everything is either vegan or vegetarian, the starting point. And mm-hmm. then you can add your grain. And if you're gluten intolerant, you can use uh, quinoa, add quinoa or green lentils. Nice, customize as you Yeah. Um, if you want to be uh, non, you know, you just want to be uh, protein focused, you can add some lentils. Um, and then we've got our protein variations. Which are chicken, fish, uh, pulled lamb, which is incredible, uh, the beetroot falafel that you love, mm-hmm. and uh, dukkha crusted tofu. Okay. So here we've got something cool. for everyone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so it's allowing people to modify to be inclusive, um, and it's really interesting. My my, it wasn't intended to be vegan, but I'm looking at people's orders, and it's really interesting how people are modifying with a lot of the, the vegan options, and how the vegan. Vegan variations are actually quite popular. It's really increasing. It is. It is. Um, So, yeah.
0: Interesting. So I've got another fun question that we usually ask people. Since you're a chef, what's your dream dinner table situation? So like we three people that are alive that you'd wanna kind of have dinner with or prepare. Or prepare. So I'm a nerd at at heart. Okay.
2: (laughs) I would love. Okay. Inspire. Okay. So. Under the Tuscan sun, you know that scene where they're all sitting outside in the beautiful garden with those like lights? I'm lights. not familiar with
0: that yes. movie. Is that a movie? Yeah, it's know. a great movie. <laughs> I'm like, I just showed my age. I just showed
1: my age. I don't think I've seen the movie, but I reckon I can picture it in my head. I don't know why. Maybe I've seen like a still for it or It's something. It's
2: one of those like really like. Romantic,
0: like a okay,
2: yeah, rom com. Yeah, rom com. Yeah, but you don't need to be. It's it's for me. It just feels like it's that perfect setting where you are enjoy. You you're mindful. You are present. You're enjoying the wind blowing. You're enjoying the lights. You're enjoying the candle lights. You're enjoying the, the atmosphere and the space. And then you're allowed to enjoy your company. Mm-hmm. So setting is really important for me. Very um, like specific. <laughs> yeah, and 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 nothing like over the top. Like using the nature's beauty to decorate it so if it's uh, you know lemons and artichokes Ooh. or nature's whatever so it's very very rustic very like
0: very rustic yeah okay.
2: yeah and um i would have edward said Oh wow! Yes, that's the nice. nerd in me. So so Can you I st- give
1: me a little rundown.
2: Okay? okay, so so I studied political science, and I thought I was going to be a marquee. Really. Oh my god! <laughs> why not? I was going to be, going actually, to be like a not. human rights lawyer working in the United Nations. So Edward Said is a um, he's a professor. He used to he's, an, uh, he's a he's a writer, I'm, I want to hope to to represent him correctly. He's an orientalist. Specialist, Mm -hmm. and so he was uh, a leader in the discussion about. See, this is the nerd. Orientalism, yeah, Orientalism, and the East versus West, and just he's someone that I'd love to pick his brain and just have a nice conversation with. Um,
1: Then there's a Moroccan.
2: uh, I think she's Moroccan. Fatma Mernisi. She is the first female feminists or one of the the leading feminists in the arab world she was raised in her grandfather's harem, but she's the first woman in her family who went and got educated got a phd and um and and uh and you know led women's rights in in the region and then i'd like snoop
0: dogg (laughs)
2: Just to, you know, table. have that balance.
0: <laughs> so she's really gonna walk out of this dream dinner situation feeling so fulfilled. Like, you'll you get all your Just because I think he lights
2: everything up and he makes sure it doesn't go. Absolutely. And are you cooking or are you sitting? I'm cooking and sitting. Okay. And, and, and I, if I can add, squeeze an extra person. <laughs> It would have to be Oprah, just because I'm obsessed. with okay. There we go, a
0: <laughs> full-on <laughs> dinner moment. See, that's an interesting one. Oh my God, she even she even planned the setting and everything. It's like rustic. We'll have Snoop Dogg, Edward Said, and I love this the Moroccan the setting edition,
1: guys. I should have told you at the start we're gonna play a great game. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> called Hummus or Dare. But before we do, uh, just what are your plans for 2020 yes. before we get into Hummus or Scare? Oh,
2: 2020. Um, make sure everybody gets. A taste of Zahra's kitchen, so order. <laughs> and if you don't live close by, just drive close by and order. <laughs>
0: like that plan, <laughs> love that.
2: <laughs> um, I have a lot of uh plans and I'm leaving them in here for now. Okay, I'm sorry, okay. I'm not sharing so we'll see them come
0: to fruition. You want everyone's taste? The year. Yes, okay, I'm gonna get the so we will now start our game called. Again, Casey and I really thought hard and thoroughly about the name of this game, Hummus or Dare. You see, like we really pulled out all,
1: all the wits to come up with this name. And of course, we have Zahra's Kitchen, fresh beetroot hummus, Yes, along with some chips. Yes. So you've got, so this got is, beetroot. So this is beetroot, and then this is the ah,
2: cumin spice, uh, parsnip with date molasses date molasses, so it's got a bit of the uh, Gulf flavor in it with the dates molasses in it. I'm excited to try that for sure. I better
0: get the hummus and not the dare. So what the game is is basically yes, we'll all we'll each pick a piece of paper from this box. If you get hummus, you just eat the hummus. You dip it in. This This color. It's beautiful, isn't it? You could wear it, no? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Lipstick. (laughs) Lipstick. rouge. And uh, if you get the paper dare, basically, we'll just, you'll have to do the dare. So, who wants to start? Our guests will start. Yes. Okay. So, am I I picking something? Yes. All righty. I really hope she doesn't so get hummus. So what do I have to do? You'll see. And do I, do I have to tell it to one of you or both of you? Both gonna? of us, I guess. No, like, you're going to. You read out your your dare. Oh,
2: I she got hummus.
0: hummus. <laughs> <laughs> so you just enjoy the hummus so for okay, now. Okay, I'm going to have some of this. Yes. All right.
1: Sheree. looks so good. Do they actually oh, yes. really wish I
0: Please be hummus. Please be hummus. I swear to you, I manifest this. Hummus!
2: <laughs> you wanted hummus.
0: <laughs> sorry, Maybe Casey. I was like, the date molasses now.
1: <laughs> okay well i really if anyone knows i'm like the biggest hummus fan so she really is even though i'm probably pronouncing it wrong so all the <laughs> loving dubai
0: articles on hummus all the memes you see all casey <laughs>
1: okay
0: hummus 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 since 2015 no life oh it's there <laughs> <Sorry.
1: laughs> oh no is it a dare <laughs> who wrote these <laughs> <laughs> really what did it. you get uh, I'll just do it quickly to um, oh my get, god she got get, that it's like rip the aid. do your best lion roar <laughs> <laughs> oh no go for that's it that's that's awesome Are you guys you ready for this mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she's cancelled I'm done <laughs> I'm done you have to go
0: for it right? I love it I love the enthusiasm to be fair I would have not done such a great job at that
2: Oh, my life. What it's is my life? to me. Okay. All right. My
0: default, we'll give her a dare probably if she gets another one. I got hummus. it there. I got it there. Oh, right. perfect. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know how to do this. What is it? Make a hummus rap for 20 <laughs> seconds and perform it. <laughs> it's giving you 2020 <laughs> it's very hummus, a hummus theme. song. No Think of a Snoop Dogg song. And we turn that Snoop Dogg song into to do the something hummus Would you like us to
1: join in? Yes, <laughs> please. <laughs>
2: okay, I'll start with the first line. We'll and then you guys yeah.
1: create
0: we'll it. Oh we'll do three runs. I like hummus and I don't care. <laughs> I like hummus and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. When the hummus walks in with an itty-bitty... Whatever Chris. this is. And a crisp and a... <laughs> And the hummus dip in your face, you yes. get sprung. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Imagine everyone okay. in the office hearing this, like, what are you doing? I think Shereen nailed that. I
2: think, I think. You're good. Thanks for saving me, Shereen.
0: You're so welcome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's the fee for eating
0: hummus. Right? I really hope I get hummus again. Girl. <gasps> what is it? Is it so first of all, it's a day. This is bad. Read the last DM you got, oh, Alan, sh- my phone. <laughs>
1: <And> <laughs> I hope this is nothing scandalous. So Shereen has to read the last DM she's got. I'm going to um. Check and you know what? This make- was my biggest fear to get this specific there. I'd oh, like to God. check to make sure that we're going to do this properly. Oh, God, I'm so nervous.
0: <laughs> Let me see that there's nothing shady in my last
1: DM. No, no, no. no. That's <laughs> the whole point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, okay, it's this person... But the last DM says completely rude because I posted a story last night with Taz and I, the office manager here at Levin, and I said, oh, do we look alike? Yes or no? And a lot of the people on the, the poll voted no. Um, and so this guy was like, whoever said no clearly don't know what they're talking about. And I was like, haha, right? Rude. And he was like, completely <laughs> rude.
1: So that's the last
0: one. See what I mean? This is why she never go to my DM.
1: Did anyone see how she kept her phone like this the whole way through? No one was getting near that. No, under. no, no, no way.
0: Because the rest of the ones under, no. Okay, do we have more? This is the last one, I think. I feel like it's a homeless one. Attention was a one. Oh yay, one. she got hummus in the end. Okay, think the last one, I'll just take this Let go home. Oh my okay. God. This has got to be, this This one Do I'm like down for. One? Yeah, I'm not so much a beetroot fan, mm. but this mm. one,
1: wow. I feel like you can hear our crunchiness mm. on the speakers. Mm-hmm.
0: Guys, that is, shameless.
1: Is a, that is a love and show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being a big squirt and playing the game with us. Thank Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having it's me. It's been
0: a lot of fun. And guys, go check out Zahra's Kitchen. It's available on a lot of the delivery. So you
2: can get it. Uh, we, we are located right now in Business uh, Bay and Dubai Marina. And you can find us on Deliveroo, Uber Eats, Carriage, Zomato. And uh,
0: that's it. Perfect. And
2: Zomato. And Zomato. <laughs> and Zomato. That's
0: it. Perfect. Thank you so much. Guys, same time next week, same place. Catch with you la- later. Bye. <laughs>